Hey, well, thanks for joining us on this episode. And uh, today, uh, I'm your host, Eric Marquez. I'm the pastor of New Life Community Church in Homer Glen. I got Pastor John Palmieri from New Life Elgin. Great to be here today with you guys. And uh, talk to us who we got with us today in the studio. We have two special guests. Um, I'm going to uh, go with... uh, Vilma Arguez first. She's the lady in the group here. She's the only lady here in this group, so we're going to have her go first. And I'm, I'm really happy that we have her on mic and video. This, yeah. is, uh, this is quite a uh, special treat for anybody who knows Vilma. So. Right. And we had to give her M- M&Ms to yes. get her here today. Green but, ones. But she's here. Hey, it's great to have Vilma with us. And as uh, you know, we're, we're talking through restarts, and, and Vilma has a lot of experience in that. As a matter of fact, Vilma, for years was our restart launch coordinator and she did a lot she was pretty much the only one <laughs> that uh, that played a big part uh, in working through the event itself leading up to the grand opening and we'll get into that a little bit more and today she's moved on to bigger and better adventures but we still pull her in for advice and consulting her uh, because she has so much experience in the restart realm yeah. And then we have our also our one and only beloved Kent <laughs> Richardson, roll, man. <laughs> and it's great to have Kent here as our director of communications, plus, 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 <laughs> yeah. plus, plus. And he is playing uh, more and more of a, of a role in, in our restarts and helping us get some uniformity uh, in how we launch those out, uh, higher quality on different things. And so he plays a big role. Both of these folks play a huge role in our central services team and we're, we're so grateful that you guys took time out today to yeah. be with us on this welcome podcast. guys pleasure yeah. to be here thank you yeah so we're talking about all things restarts and we've had in uh, other episodes we've had testimonies from the location pastor um we had a, a interview with chuck mcwater who was uh from the church that was inviting new life in to do a restart and today we wanted to talk about the power of a central service um, if you're thinking about being a church that does restarts in your community um, we want, we can't we cannot emphasize enough what this team does, and so that's why we have Vilma and Kent uh, on the episode today. And so we're going to be talking about the power of of a central service or a team, really, right? Is what we're mm-hmm. talking about. Um, so to just to kick things off, Kent Vilma, uh, how many restarts have you guys been a part of? <laughs> I think altogether, New Life's at what numbers as far as restarts? How many restarts? We're have at we about done? the fifteen. Fifteen, 15 mark, mark, right? Yeah. And so out of those 15, Velma, how many have you done? Mm, 15. 15. <laughs> Jeez. 15. There you go. Yeah. What about you, Kent? Yeah, I started a little bit later. I'm, I'm about six restarts in. Six. All right. So, I mean, that is a ton of experience. Um, you know, I remember, Velma, when I was in church, you know, growing up, I was on your sound team. So yes. that's that's how tech team. she was kind of like a mentor to me, taught me how to do a how to roll cables, how to be a snake boy, right? Yeah. And just run, run the snake. <laughs> snake man, and, uh, yeah. Right? And yeah. so, uh, so it's good to have you here. And um, But you've been involved in these restarts, and um, they've evolved over the years, I would say, right? Yes, they uh, have. John mentioned that you were you were solo in the beginning years. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about, I don't because we didn't call it Central Service, so what do we call it? No, we called it whatever Pastor Mark <laughs> kind of gave us, team. The team. <laughs> the team. We were the, the team. team, yes. The team. Made up of about, uh, I don't know, four or five of us type thing. I don't know if we really understood the vastness of a restart and what that meant. Right. What was the team back then? What, what roles were they? And then maybe, Kent, you can talk about what the roles are currently. Boy, the my role was kind of all rolled up into one. So my job was to do the actual event, so the day of, the agenda. So it was working with the pastor, also working on the AV piece of this thing, since I have an AV background, and also the, um, the postcards mm-hmm. and learning how to do demographics in those areas and, and kind of working with the pastor and kind of giving them guidance on how to be able to pick a nice postcard for that area. And then who were the other people on the team, and what did they do? Back then, it was uh, Pastor Mark took on a lot of it. I mean, he mm-hmm. was the guy that did everything. The, all That's of because the, Pastor John taught him how to do it, right? Yeah, so Pastor John, yeah. Right. So <laughs> Proud of that young man. Yes, he are. He, and now he's the president of Moody. Man, thank you, man. He came out pretty good, didn't he? You're welcome, bro. Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, I think Dan Druby was on the team as a financial yeah. guy, and mm-hmm. so Pastor Mark, Dan Druby, myself, and... John was in this mix somewhere along the pretty, way. Pretty soon in 2001, is yeah. you did the you were on the first restart, uh, right? Team, which was which Chuck McWhorters, right? New uh, Life from. Lakeview. So that was it. it. 
to me, it was exciting of an opportunity that God had given us. I don't think as a church we ever would have imagined uh, helping another church uh, mm. to be a restart. Yeah. And then we didn't really know what that meant, you know, mm. so we went in. And, and, you know, folks back then were obviously seniors, and they were trying to figure things out. And instead of closing the doors, they wanted to pass along um, the church right. uh, to a younger generation. And you guys didn't call it restarts back then, No, right? we didn't. What yeah. did we call it? Um, uh, oh, it's been a while. It was kind of more like uh, we didn't really have an official title. It was like, hey, no. we're teaming up together to... Yeah, no. partner, no. collaboration. To, to, yeah, on, the, on the mission. On the, on the mission. You remember at uh, Lakeview Central Services, was office was right there. Mm -hmm. It wasn't correct. down here. That's and correct. Isn't, yeah. that, isn't that crazy to think of that? Uh, yeah, so our offices had We're a in move. Lakeview. So when we merged yeah. with Lakeview, I mean, we called it a merge at that time. We yeah. like Restart Better. Yeah. It carries a better theology representation there. But uh, Central Services is in that little narrow office. You're I'll right. Never, You're right. All of us were, at, were able to manage to fit in there. Linda Wasso was a big piece of this thing as well. Yeah. Linda, yes. Kind of thing. So, it, yeah. yeah, it was really neat. It was just a really neat opportunity to be able to uh, meet folks that had uh, walked the journey a lot longer than we had, mm -hmm. you know, and to be able to hear their stories and the, the folks that had gotten saved and the things that God did in that. And so seeing Chuck was, was like amazing. I mean, he was just like this fireball, mm -hmm. you know, him and CB and the rest of the team that was up there and stuff. So it was pretty neat. So we started with Lakeview and then we moved our, what we would call our central service team was actually meeting there. And mm -hmm. now today central mm -hmm. service meets in, uh, is, is stationed at the New Life Midway location. Right. Kent, talk to us about what Central Service looks like today, 2021. Yeah, so today um, our team's grown. So Central Services, it includes finance, uh, HR, IT, and communications. Those are kind of our four, you know, uh, departments, if you will. Uh, small departments, but um, those are the, yeah, kind of four pieces that come together and, uh, you know, help the the pastor kind of navigate, you know, the, the restart um journey i guess you could say yeah so yeah let's talk about that you know like you know from from the beginning till till now um and again this is we're, we're, we want to talk about the innovation of this team but ultimately the team serves um the pastor right, right. the location right. pastor right. to restart a location um which I think is pretty cool because the power of this team, it leverages maybe some of the weaknesses that location pastors have, you know, like, yeah. like I, you know, don't necessarily want to be making postcards, right. Or right. designing them or picking fonts and colors and, you know, um, but, <laughs> but some people are, have a really good eye for that, you know, or, or even dealing with legal matters. I don't know about you, but sometimes, right. man, that's just stuff that, th that type of yeah. thing just overwhelms a person. Right. Yeah. Um, and the power of this team. So, how what what role does central service play um in helping a restart specifically i mean you guys do a lot of other things for all of new life mm -hmm. but when it comes to restart specifically what role does central service play yeah i mean it, it's it's primarily a support role um, and a lot of admin work a lot of behind the scenes work um, but like you're saying pastor eric it you know our goal is to take a lot of that off of the pastor's plate so that they can do what they do best and that's that's pastoring, that's loving people, that's caring for people. Um, Pastor John and I were talking, you know, a little bit before this about, uh, you know, restarts are, a, it's a spiritual work, right? And so there's a lot of things that have to happen behind the scenes and things that have to be ordered and set up and, you know, planned. But, um, you know, at the end of the end of the day, uh, it's a it's a spiritual work that God's doing in the hearts of the the people and the congregation and the community. And so, we want to free the pastor up to be able to, um, you know, lead and guide and, and shepherd the, the people. So the more we can help them with, the better. Um, and, and each pastor is a little bit unique. You know, we, we play to their strengths. Some, some pastors do have, um, you know, a little bit more admin gifting in them. And so they, they are able to run with things and, and move things forward. Um, you know, are you some, thankful for that when they're like that, when they have that kind of strength? Or is it a double-edged sword. Um, it is a little bit of a double-edged sword. Sometimes <laughs> there's a little bit of, you know, some clashing there. Like, hey, we've got we, my own ideas. We've got a plan here, but they want to, you know, so yeah, it's a little bit of navigating that. Yeah, but those. Um, yeah, our, our team, you know, we kind of come around them. We fill in, you know, the gaps. We, we support, we, um, you know, we back them up, you know, really. So yeah. uh, help them to not, not make the same mistakes again. Mm -hmm. We've learned a lot over yeah. uh, mm -hmm. e with each one and, and we get better and better. So yeah, they don't. Yeah. I would say a big part too, and you kind of mentioned this uh, earlier, as far as being a like a launch, uh, re, a restart launch coordinator. Mm. 
when we do a restart, there is a kind of a re-grand opening of mm-hmm. this location uh, right. under the new name, New Life Community Church, even though they probably have been meeting for months beforehand, right? right? But there's this like this date where we're, we're, we're publicly coming out, and that's a big part of what you guys help a pastor work up to, right? Mm-hmm. Right. As well as the legal fees, you know, if there's a building involved, right? Our, our yeah. team would deal with that. We have a team, we have lawyers, we have a you know, um, people that work in the background. Uh, we mentioned uh, like a constitution, John, you want to talk briefly just about that? Yeah, really Central quickly? Services does a lot of different things. Yeah. And when you think about Central Services, just think of, think of the, think in terms of like an army that's full, fully equipped with all, everything that we need, a supply line that's kind of just waiting. It's like a, it's like a dam, okay, that's ready to break. Mm-hmm. They're just waiting until the, when the ink dries on, and, and the pastor's done all the, all the, all the spiritual work and prayer and investment and relationship building that's led up to the yeah. point of the, of the agreement being signed. And once the ink is dried on that agreement, it's like okay, central services and the gates open and yeah, boom, yeah. all kinds of things happen. <clears throat> things like this, um, they will navigate through the constitution. Of both lo- of both churches, so you have a constitu- a new life has a constitution. Uh, the church is going to do a restart has a constitution, and and they'll so they'll help navigate that, of course, with the help of experts like lawyers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll help navigate that to make sure that we're following all the requirements, and all the requirements are being met, so that it's full, done in a, in the right way. And it's a little unique with new life because we don't we don't fully follow lawyers advice which is to tell us to shut down the restart location and start brand new as new life no we keep that we keep that entity in existence because we philosophically believe that it's the work of god and the work of god doesn't stop it just continues on so in the midst of this god activity we are keeping this location going and we're so it still exists as a location but it's now got the name new life and it's in in the new life chapter so to speak yeah okay so that the, the navigating of the constitution but also communicating with lawyers on contractual kind of concepts and that kind of thing because all but, that stuff has to happen right and and it's it's the it's kind of the underbelly of all the different things that have to happen to make it work and what's nice is that the pastor the location pastor of that particular restart that's coming from New Life doesn't have to worry about all that stuff. Yeah, he he he's aware of it and he's getting reports and so forth from Central Services. But Central Services is carrying the bulk of the responsibility, the bulk of the weight, and that does, like Kent was saying, helps free up that pastor to be able to shepherd people, uh, get small groups going, uh, get his worship team up and running, build teams, yeah. all the things that a restart needs. And the last thing the pastor, in our perspective, the last thing the pastor needs is to be worrying about all this admin and talking to lawyers. Well, talk who, about that just for a brief second. And me and you are both location pastors. And man, when stuff, you know, with your location, you know, whether it's relational or financial or or anything, man, that type of stuff can keep you up at night, you know? Sure can. Um, and so the power of a central service team, you know, that comes in and, and we can leverage somebody else's skill set who's yeah. who's knowledgeable and skilled in that area so so that I don't have to expose myself for not being skilled in that area right, right. right? Uh, and they and we work together right that's right we work together I sleep a lot better knowing Kent's there I know, you know? I know if it fails and falls apart it's all Kent's uh, fault all Kent's fault yeah it's all Kent's <laughs> but you know and there's a lot of other things too just you know so when we go into a restart there's there's all kinds of different uh, contractors that'll be coming in yeah. to, vendors. To, and vendors that'll be yeah. doing uh, right. painting and, and right. carpentry and you name it. Yeah. And so all those bills that are coming rolling in, the pastor's not, you know, at the end of a hard, long day of navigating through people that are scared because it's a restart and all the different question marks. Yeah. Now he's got at the end of the day a big pile of paper that he's got to walk yeah. through and figure out who to pay all the bills. And he's got contractors he's seen face. Hey, yeah. That stuff's all being taken care of. And it's fairly stunning, to be honest with you. It really is. That a church, that a church, I came from the business world. I've seen uh, companies that were on the edge of, of going to the next level of 200 units in the restaurant business, 200 units, and maybe they were at 100, but they're going to take the next leap of how unorganized <laughs> they really are uh, to go to that multi-level or multi-site or multi-location restaurants. And to see how unorganized at that particular point and how they have to grow and stretch through it. To think that a church of God, this isn't some kind of like hokey poke, unorganized thing. I'm I'm super impressed mm. with how New Life has grown over the years yeah. and, and become organized. Now we're not perfect. 
But we do really equip that pastor and that congregation to be able to navigate through things so that their work is really, every all work is spiritual work, but that their work is really emphasized on people right. and, and making disciples. And so that so they handle, you know, all the contractors, they handle that, yeah. that kind of thing. Accounts payable, accounts receivable, yeah. right? All the insurance requirements, bill paying procedures. Yeah. Like I don't get a light bill at my location, you know, I, I don't, I don't get that bill. It doesn't come across right. my desk. And, and but you do get a budget yep. that, that illuminates you, pun intended, uh, illuminates mm. you to uh, <laughs> right to what how much it's costing you to keep your right. building oh, yeah. lit. Yeah. Yeah. But so just to answer your question, yeah, it, when it, when it, when the restart begins and the ink is dried, Central Services goes into action on a lot of different ways, and they're trying to fold in that particular pre-existing location into the new life ecosystem yeah okay yeah. and so that that involves a lot of different things and yeah. i have more to say about it but i'll wait because i could talk for yeah because i think oh go ahead no i was going to say you know the central service team in the early years it was a very small core and as we continue to uh, work with new churches we sat down and we realized we need some help yeah and one of the things that i had appreciated about pastor mark was he was a big john maxwell mm-hmm. fan mm-hmm. and the importance of developing the leaders within us was a big thing, at least for me. And so I realized that though my strengths were at, in administration and keeping a calendar and the audio piece, we needed to put more people on our team. Mm-hmm. And though I can, sure, I can pick out a postcard and do demographics and things, but uh, we had to work with the pastor and help them understand that that wasn't the best use of their time. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these pastors expand uh, on that a little bit. They, it's just, you know, <laughs> I feel free real, to name drop you know, uh, <laughs> those people that were really, you know, <laughs> it, it was a bit of a challenge. But but my job was to keep the calendar and to make sure that event took place. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't it wasn't an option to go. Oh, sorry, Pastor Mark, we're not going to be able to do that because mm, Pastor so and so wanted to go whatever. And so it, it was it was really neat because being able to kind of work with these pastors and kind of help them understand why the team, the central service team, uh, was so important was to help them succeed, you know, with this event type thing. And it was neat just working with all of these different people, even within their congregation, you know, and to be able to see, hey, who do you have in your congregation? Sure, you might only be 15 people or 20 people or whatever, but I'm sure there's people in here that have gifting and talents that we can, that can help us to be able to create this Right. opening type thing. What are some of those things that you learned, you know, obviously you, you know where the team's at right now and how they're able to move quickly. When we have a restart, yeah. this team is moving yeah. quickly. It, it can seem aggressive because you have more people on staff who mm-hmm. are who are all working towards a common goal. But back then it was like four people, maybe yeah. three people mm-hmm. working towards that common goal and there was a lot yeah. more on your plate. What were some of the things that you guys learned? If you can recount a story, I'm not sure if there's something that comes to mind through one of the you know, 15 restarts that you've done, <laughs> you know. Was some of these pastors who just thought that they can just do it by themselves, mm. you know, and is helping, you know, not to disrespect that pastor, but helping them understand mm. why am I here and what is the role and I'm here to help you and your church to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. So let us do what we know how to do. Yeah. And it, which was difficult for some pastors because they, I don't know, thought it was It was never like difficult this. for you, though. N- to to tell you. people. <laughs> well, I learned under Pastor Mark, so you know well, I got. Gr- so Vilma I'm part always, of the 1986 I, yeah, team. Yeah, Vilma, <laughs> I'm right there with you. Vilma graciously was able to. You know, hats off to you. Oh, pastors can God. be. Pastors are leaders, and, yeah. and mo- very few pastors that I've met are real t- kind of timid, kind of quiet, and just kind of let you yeah. run the roost. They're yeah. gonna have their own ideas. They're Entrepreneur. Gonna have, they're mm-hmm. gonna have, yeah, they, they, yeah, they're just, you know, but Vilma was able to stand up to <laughs> those guys and say, I never was one of those people. No, of course not. But, but she was able to stand up to us yeah. and, and say, no, we need to go in this direction. Or And, and even sometimes have a strong voice and kind of get on her tippy toes a little bit and say, and in your face and say, this is the way we need to do it. Yeah, you know, and she she handled that, and she was doing it when we didn't have everything. We didn't have a lot of experience, so we were all learning and growing. Yeah. None of us have a benchmark. To There's kind no of look, written process, right? There's no written. Now we have a little bit more experience, but hats off to Vilma, you know, yeah, because there was a lot of times where yeah. she had to really step up, and and yeah. you know, but we were. It's it's not all you know. Restarts are hard work. Yeah. yeah. Period, and everybody, all hands have to be on deck to make it happen. Yeah, and be willing to be flexible. And let the other person do what they do well. Yeah. And that was the big thing with some pastors. 
<laughs> some right. fashion's just you know I have a uh, engineering audio engineering background and theater background and stuff and some passage just you know the little things like we wasted too much time in the little things I'm like mm. really direct boxes it doesn't matter what brand let's just go and, you know, <laughs> because we had a budget to keep you know and right. Pastor Mark That's was right. very much you know he was the budget guy right. and we couldn't ex- exceed and, and, and let me just let me just make it uh, on the budget so, <laughs> on the budget yeah for the budget right so we say we had a budget right sort in of. the early days we didn't have a budget so for, for those of numbers. you guys out there we had a number we had a number we had a number for those of you guys out there in in radio land <laughs> that that are throwing half a million dollars towards mm. a restart i'm like <laughs> you know we could do about 20 on that oh, on that yeah. number Absolutely. and i'm not bragging i'm just saying in no. the early days we didn't have a plan we didn't have a, a budget yeah. we didn't you know and we've kind of grown and learned and that goes back yeah. to a previous pod pod of when we talked about that, but those budgets were were tight because there really wasn't a budget. How many of our restarts do you think we did uh, a restart for less than 10,000? Well, we learned pretty quick. The learning curve had to be fast. So, you know, I would say probably around three, three or four before we started to really start tucking some money away and coming up with a process and a system to fund the the church planting. What would you say, like, you know, because obviously it's it's always been growing, and I'm sure five years from now we're going to, we'll make some tweaks to adjust to mm-hmm. the context and the times that we're in. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, once you guys hit, went, you know, started saving money, what was, what was that, like, that next number for a restart? What was it? Past free. What? Well. <laughs> Above free for <laughs> it nothing. Was, it was uh, about 50000 Okay, and yeah. it stayed. At, well, it's, we we bumped it up to fifty five thousand now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that's yeah. and that's still a very low number. That's very incredibly low. Incredibly low. Yeah. But there's also, you know, the the pastor has an option to um, say one location might have more work that needs to be done. They could also uh, get an internal loan from New Life. Okay, uh, to to help. So you have to fifty five thousand, which is basically a gift. Mm-hmm. To get the restart up and running, yeah. it's a tight budget it's more for it's the not, event. Yeah, for, mainly gearing up towards the yeah. grand opening, but there's the a lot relaunch, of other yeah. the relaunch, the grand opening, mm-hmm. but there's a lot. There's some other fees in like there, like signs. Like you got to get signage. signs. Well, that signage. was all in there. It was amazing. Signage, the promotion, yeah, kids ministry, uh, kids ministry, painting, architecture, sound you name equipment, it, sound, lawyer yeah. fees, yeah. all that. And so we still do it for about fifty five thousand, but a lot of times a location may want to. Um, do some more and so they may get they may have to get a loan Mm -hmm. but we don't want to real cautious about that because we don't want to weigh that new location down with a lot of uh, bills because anything over the fifty five thousand goes back and you're paying it back Mm. so you know that's that's part of that but yeah it always added a little bit stretch so we've always we've cut our teeth and i think it's been one of the reasons why we've been successful in urban america chicagoland in particular is because we've we've cut our teeth on a tight budget i mean we've had Back in the 80s, I mean, the budget was, you know, $25,000 for the year. Mm-hmm. For the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we've had to learn to kind of navigate through yeah. it. And uh, and God bless us by allowing us the privilege yeah. of having to cut our teeth, so yeah. to speak, with uh, tight budgets. Yeah. yeah. And so that kind of precedent is still kept on. Yeah. 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 And I think speaking into the budget piece was one of the things that I remember was we had to um, create a standard. What is our standard from projection to audio to kids ministry? And so, you know, did we want the latest bells and whistles? Sure. But did that mean that you had to do that for the restart? No, it didn't. And so we had to create this list and it was a standard list. This is the kind of keyboard. These are the kind of direct boxes, the mic cables, you know, projectors versus TVs. Because it was like a turnkey. Absolutely. It it, it had to be a turnkey. And then also... The other thing that we learned over the years was if you have the same type of uh, equipment, then anyone from any other locations team can go to that location and help them, which was a big thing. And we also added um, some kind of training for the audio video piece because we learned that not everyone has Mm. audio video people in their congregation. And in the beginning, I think it was the first one, we didn't think about that. And then we thought, oh, no, we need to. So we got this rocket ship soundboard. Yeah. You know, and it's we like nobody it. knows how to run it except nobody for Vilma. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, I go, well, I can't. Okay, I need to find somebody to do that. You know, but that was, I think that was the a Vilma was at every grand opening, yeah. too. You know? It was yeah. so exciting. I remember one, here's the story. I remember one grand opening before Wi-Fi hotspots and everything were <laughs> Kent's like I wasn't born yet. <laughs> um, oh, the, wow. I, the IT guy had, 
no lie, he had some antennas, like antennas like from old TV rabbit antennas, uh, sticking out of the back window to be able to, because we were trying to um, view it online. I don't know mm-hmm. what we were thinking. <laughs> and we just said, wouldn't it be cool if that another location can, can get on the internet <laughs> and yeah. watch it? We're like, oh, okay. And so we tried it, and it was hilarious because the guy was in the back and We're trying to get moving into the future. Yeah, that's <laughs> it was. Yeah, so if you, yeah, if you can imagine every location when we first started, Pastor Mark always wanted to, um, let's listen in on what's happening yeah. at some point. Yeah, and only cool. the first few. And it was exciting for the congregation that wasn't able to go to that grand opening and stuff. But those early years were hilarious. Yeah. yeah what a blessing. Yeah, so I mean that's a good that's a good question. You know, we're talking about budgets and then the power of a team. You know, and um, for restarts, I I would think about this um, that money from so a restart happens and it's fifty five thousand dollars that is given to that pastor that location pastor for that restart and that there's legal fees and there's a whole bunch of stuff that's kind of mm-hmm. already fixed, right? Yeah. But then there's there's some other uh, I guess money in that for discretionary things like signage or other things, mm-hmm. equipment. Um, and you said that that's, when we say a gift, what do we mean by that? And um, does is that a loan or a gift? How, how does that? It's actually a gift. It's uh, it's it doesn't have to be paid back. Um, but anything above and beyond that. Um, so here's the thing. If you have, if you're, if you're a church, it's considering to do a restart uh, and, and there's funding available, you know, you may have, 20,000, you may have nothing, you may have 100,000, who knows. I wouldn't, I would keep that, I would use that, I would use that money as part of the restart. So to, 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 so that you go into this, you can go into the restart with 150,000 or 155,000, not, not say, oh, we're just going to spend this money. We're just going to give it all away. No, you have a church that needs help. And so when New Life comes in, it's a heavy lift. I mean, we're coming into a location uh, that is very few people that are attending. Uh, it's it's in a t- tough situation. Um, there's bills that still need to be paid, and so what we're doing is we're saying you're coming into this. We're coming into this thing with a heavy lift, and what we're asking you to do is also to participate financially so that we can have the most robust restart possible. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a big part. But I have a, a another key point that I think that. If it's okay, Eric, I'd like to share about about central services that a lot of folks don't realize uh, that central services brings to the restart arena that has been something fairly new, maybe within the last uh, 10 years, but it's grown more and more, is the fact that we give every pastor a coach. Hmm. So he comes in with a veteran coach a guy that's experienced, a guy that can give them the advice that he needs. So he's not all alone at that location. And so we have a, a coaching network that helps helps that pastor navigate through. So he's not all by himself. And that is really a part of yeah. the central services mm. team. Yeah. So there's a whole coaching network that's now even growing more to regional, uh, regional areas. And we're, we're going into 2022 with that idea and that plan. But again, you have to look at that as part of central services. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, So that's, that's so big picture, right? We have central services where the location pastor has a team that's working on legal matters, right? The constitution from the church that's being restarted and, and how new life is going to be, uh, really we're, we're marrying, right? We're, we're merging with that church, Mm -hmm. keeping the existing, uh, church name as well as starting off new life community church, that location, Mm -hmm. You got a communications director, you got a launch coordinator, you got accounts payable, accounts receivable, you got HR, you got, um, what am I missing? Website. IT, yeah. So, I mean. Think about that for a minute. (laughs) Have you ever seen some of these, I mean, I'm just going to be honest here. Some of these restart churches, you look at their website and it's still from like 1960. Yeah. Exaggeration intended, (laughs) you know, but it's, it's just like, oh my goodness. I don't have to worry about a high quality yeah. website that's part of central services. Yeah. I don't have to I, I can come in. So in other words, we have this big church, all the benefits of the big church that's getting funneled down into a little location mm-hmm. that might have only twenty people on the grand opening or twenty people that start. That's huge. I mean to have a cool app. That's what I was gonna say. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Which yeah. what church that has fifty people has their own app. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we Very, even got merch. 
Yeah. <laughs> we got hats and sweatshirts. And t- in other, in other words, good. you know, there's a big benefit to yeah. you got this big church mentality, big church benefit coming into a small church. But, you know, you have to tip your hat off to central services and uh, that kind of stuff. And, you know, we, there's a lot of different things that benefit us because we've been in Chicago for 30 some odd years. Yeah. And uh, but a lot of that is tied into the central. And that's part of the innovation, right? Kent, we would say from from the days when when Vilma and three other people were doing this to now you being on a team, what, six years ago you came to the team. So in six years, seven years ago, you've probably seen tremendous Mm -hmm. growth in Mm -hmm. this team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One of the things Pastor John used to remind me of, too, those things are important because they they create momentum. Yes. You know, and that's that's one of the biggest things I think you know Vilma and I as we're we're working with these pastors and um, and these launches is you need to build that momentum you know leading up to that grand opening there has to be things you know moving and taking place there has to be excitement energy you know the team has to be uh, rallied together trained equipped yeah and um, so yeah all those things it's like you know as much as we can pack in there to give that that. It, it, it literally is like a rocket ship, you know, launching off yeah. takes so much energy. Once it's launched, you know, it, it pretty much goes, you know, yeah. forward, yeah. um, Just minor, flying in space minor adjustments here and there, but, um, yeah. yeah, so much does go into that launch and getting yeah. that initial lift off. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And momentum's so key. And that's really what a, a restart location needs. It needs yeah. an infusion of momentum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause when you have momentum in the house, it's like, okay, we're not yeah. going to argue about the color of the carpeting or whether we're taking pews out and putting chairs mm-hmm. and that just doesn't something matter. Chuck said earlier when we were talking about the naysayers, he says, well, in the beginning days, you know, when, when new life came in, we started seeing an increase in, of attendance and it was hard for the naysayers to say anything when you saw the fruit of mm-hmm. people's mm-hmm. lives being reached. Right? right. So the momentum, really yeah. that infusion of momentum yeah. and, and, uh, and for good, you know, really does play a huge part and central service, is undoubtedly a huge factor yeah. Yeah. Uh, in making that happen. Yeah. And going back to the, to the coaching benefit, in a day and age where a lot of pastors are discouraged, you know, the central services coach, he helps with uh, spiritual health also. Yeah. So yeah. That, that pastor's not all by himself, man. Right, right. You know, yeah. he's, he's got a coach that, that helps him through the spiritual health arena, but also helps him through what we call BTC coaches, breakthrough ceilings. So he helps him with a, a, a lot of different goals to break through different ceilings, you know, that he may be hitting. Mm-hmm. So again, I think that that's an important key to highlight. Mm-hmm. But let's not also forget human resources. Yeah. You know, you're not all by yourself out there hiring somebody. Oh, mm-hmm. man. You know, you've got you've got Irene, who who loves to interview people, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, Irene? No, yeah. but uh, but Irene does a great job with human resources, and that's a lot of energy. You know, you may not see things the way she sees it, but this is a very professional approach to human resources that is yeah. a big asset, a big benefit to a location pastor. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. One of the other, if I may, one of the other pluses to a central services team in the early years, one of the things that Pastor Mark did was he always made sure that our entire team, all four of us, would go to the new location and meet people Mm. so that they can put faces to the name New Life Community Church, which Mm. I think is important because if it's only the pastor going by himself, then it's just him. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if it's the pastor and whoever else is working with him to get to know these folks and, I, you know, meeting Chuck and meeting his wife and CB and the rest of the folks from New Life Lakeview was was a huge blessing. Yeah. So they didn't only see the pastor of New Life, but they also saw the team as excited as the pastor was to, you know, to partner with this new location. So let me ask this question, if I could, uh, for, for you, Kent, on this um, so I, I, I joined, you know, I finally agreed to do a restart with New Life, and I'm, I'm really happy. I watched this podcast. I said, wow, what a blessing to have all these central services mm-hmm. blessings. So does that mean central services is going to provide for me a worship leader and a drummer mm-hmm. and a couple singers and a children's ministry director and a sound tech people? Am I going to get all that benefit too? Or do I have to, as a pastor, kind of find those people on my own? Yeah, so we start, I have actually, it's a kind of a worksheet, and it, uh, it shows the you know the current location, who's the worship leader at this location, who's the tech leader, children's ministry, et cetera. And then we have the new location, and that column's blank to begin with. So um, one of the things that we yeah would start talking through is, you know, where are these pieces? Um, do you have a worship leader, you know, in training? Do you have a children's ministry leader who, you know, you can start 
you know, equipping and preparing for that launch and could, could transition that role. And we find in, you know, then some of the, the holes, some of the gaps. Right. Um, and that's where we then start reaching out to uh, other locations or, yeah. or, you know, our kind of family of churches um, and reaching out and seeing if, you know, we, we have those people within our, our midst, you know. Mm-hmm. I And so, yeah, all that to say, no. <laughs> um, we don't just grow a worship leader answer, uh, in, in, in three months and, and have them ready to go. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's one, it, it's amazing to see how God provides those people um, yeah. through the process. Sometimes it's, it's in the last minute. Sometimes it's just for a season, you know, to help get that launch going. Mm-hmm. And again, as that momentum's mm-hmm. happening, you know, the people begin to step up. But it's been neat to see... Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if we have them uh, planned for one of the episodes, but uh, Pastor Chewy Garcia, for example, he was just an usher greeter, you know, at one point uh, right. at, at New Life Midway. And now he's one of our location pastors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've seen that happen multiple times. Somebody that's just kind of serving real low key at their current location, but all of a sudden there's a need, there's a, a vacancy of, you yeah. know, and you create that space for them and they step up to it and, yeah. and they really do shine, you know, in that yeah. location. Boy, that's so. a whole nother discussion on yeah. spiritual yeah. leadership, yeah. creating spaces. Yeah. And yeah. just a lot of, a lot of pastors don't think in those terms, but if you're intentional about creating vacancies, that's how you raise leaders. Yeah. Right? yeah. But isn't the worship initiative that you're doing, Eric, a part of central services in a way? Oh yeah, absolutely. So some so, of the some of the costs that you incur on that comes out of the central services. You know, there's few things that when you do a restart or like most most uh either building a building or or uh, planting a new church, the first thing that gets cut is usually the tech and AV, mm-hmm. like that budget. Yeah. And then nobody even thought about who's going to lead worship. <laughs> right. That's not even a thought. Yeah. yeah. Right? And okay. so we move into these these spaces and uh, these new opportunities like, oh, wait, how are we going to do this? Oh, yeah. And it's kind of like an afterthought, like, mm-hmm. you know, shoot first, think later. Yeah. You know, and... um. And so we've learned over the years. And so um, we're about to start our fourth season in January of 2022 uh-huh. of the Worship Leader Residency. And that that was birthed from the desire to raise up leaders for these launches, um, you know, whether it's a restart or just a launch from uh, New Life, you know, because mm-hmm. New Life, we had the charge at every location, right? We want to see, see them be able to plant the church, right? That, I mean, it's the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we do that, if we, were to, if we were to be able to successfully do that, we would need leaders. And so right. yep. um, the Worship Leader Residency came from that desire to help location pastors think through right. Um, right. the launch of their next location, right? Think mm-hmm. of it like having a baby, mm-hmm. right? If you're going to have yeah. a baby, um, you want to buy a crib, right? You right. want to buy a car seat. You want to buy clothes. You definitely want to buy diapers, you know, mm-hmm. if you're smart, yeah. you know. Right. And, you know, and so uh, helping them think through the worship leader and um, being able and, to and there's not a ton of costs there, but there is a direct line relationship between central services and the worship residency. Yeah, there's a direct line relationship between central services and the women's encounter retreat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the men's encounter retreat and the engaged conference right, right. and every all church event that we do. Yeah. So that when you think about you know the ratio, the budget ratio of eighty twenty, we could talk about that maybe. Yeah, um, you know you got to understand and think through all the different benefits of a big church the big church environment that's blessing and helping yeah. your location to go to a whole nother level. Incremental growth, yeah. rap, more rapid than your average, simply because we have a big church mentality yeah. that has a central service department. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And it's about nine people that we staff in there. Yeah. It's it, a, imagine yeah. the process. It's hard enough for your location to count the offering effectively, right? Yeah, that's true. Okay. We became more intentional. But think about this, yeah. processing offerings... Mm-hmm. From yeah. twenty some odd locations every week. Yeah, central service. That's like that. a mammoth yeah. job. Yeah, right. And we get a report on Tuesday when it's completed. So yeah. it comes in on Monday. It's done by Tuesday. It's yeah, a, you know. Yeah, that is That's powerful. True. You know, it raises up another question too. And and you guys speak to this. You know, if if the the launch money right or the fifty five thousand is a gift, then why is it that a location then starts giving towards central missions? How does that work? Why do we do that? What does that go towards? Well, that's that's the the beauty of it. Is it's a it's a it's a ongoing fund, so to mm-hmm. speak. We're replenishing that fund. Every location has a portion of their budget. That's the eighty twenty. The eighty twenty. So ten ten percent goes to central services, ten percent goes to missions, and part of that missions it's it's divided in five five to five approximately towards. Um, home missions or church planting, and then another towards international missions. 
So really, central services is living off ten percent budget, mm -hmm. which to me, frankly speaking, is um, really low. So nine staff members on a ten percent budget. Yeah, plus everything else that we've been talking about. So now you kind of begin to get an idea. Now try to raise that ten percent, which is it should be raised probably to seventy. Uh, will be seventy thirty, right? Uh, try to raise that up to 10, 10 more percent. Now, I'm a location pastor. I'm not talking necessarily as a location pastor right, <laughs> right now because right. it's 10% out of my budget, but I'm just saying, realistically, when you start to think of it in those terms and you start to think movement, you have to have fluidity. There has to be money right. to make the project work, to make it yeah. run. And that's why we ask every location to replenish. So that the church planting fund is always constantly replenished. Right. We learned that way back, like on the second or third restart, that we have to have a fund that, we, that everybody's contributing to in order right. to keep it always there so that we can say yes to every possibility that it seems like right. God is opening the door for. Right. So now we have every location contributes back right away to that. Yeah. And not just towards that, but also we ask every location to have a reserve fund as well for their yeah. specific location, which is another Big, safeguard. big blessing, which is another part initiative that came from Central Services. When we started seeing, because we keep a, a pulse on every location, every location is has an autonomous budget. They have to be self-sustaining. Yeah. And if they're not, then we have to figure out why they're not and how can we help them <laughs> to get there. Yeah. So what we did is we saw, wow, a lot of these locations are, are not doing as well as they could be doing and that none of them had really a reserve fund. So that's when we stepped in, Central Services stepped in and said, you guys have to have a reserve fund. You have to save three months' worth of expenses in the bank as a reserve fund that you can't touch so that, so that when crisis hits, we're able to tap into that reserve fund. And yeah. now I can s uh, proudly say that every one of our locations is in the green and has been in the green for a while. Some may, you know, because of COVID, dip into the yellow, but none are in the red. Yeah. And that's, again, part of the whole central services piece yeah. that's there. So Yeah, that's huge. That's yeah. huge. Yep. It is. Can't talk to us about, you know, uh, central services today and, um, you know, the latest restart. What was the latest restart we did? I don't even know. Uh, Pastor Danny, East Humble Park. Oh, yeah, East Humble Park, yeah. Yeah, just this, earlier this year. So there was a ton of renovation in that building too, right? Yes. And you were there for all of it. <laughs> Pastor Danny was there for all of it. I was there for some of it. But. <laughs> yeah. So he launches this church, right? It restarts it, and uh, you know, there's the budget, there's the, the power central services, and then he launched. I mean, he's he's already been launched. Mm -hmm. Does that, is he just kind of left in orbit now, and, and the, the thrusters have fallen off, and and the central service is no longer with him. How does what's the relationship past yeah. the the launch? Yeah, so his his grand opening was uh, was Easter, and so yeah, launched and um, in the middle of COVID. In the middle of COVID, yeah, Easter. yeah we we're planting we're, churches in the middle of COVID, which is yeah, totally <laughs> and his church thing, is taking but, off like a rocket ship. But yeah, that I think that's that's the beautiful thing about our model is um, that like you know like we've say, been saying this is uh, it's like having a baby, but they're coming into a family, you know. And so um, we don't we don't just leave them, you know, uh, part, part of, you know, what Vilma and I do through through working with the pastor uh, for the launch. It's kind of like you're in the trenches with them and you really forge this relationship with them yeah. and you, you really form this trust with them, you know. Right. And so as they kind of, you know, grow and expand and have needs and stuff comes up, you know, their first um, maybe. Uh, baptisms, you know, uh, they need a baptism tub because we're going to get one in the budget this year, you know, so they make a call and we help them find a baptism tub or um, they want to do an outreach, you know, for uh, the fall or their first Christmas, you know, in their location. What are we going to do? So we form that relationship with them through the launch process and um, and, and we have that, that kind of trust, I think, yeah. so that uh, as they go forward, um, you know, they, they have this sort of network and this family of people that they can reach out to and and call upon for help. Um, specifically, I'd say, you know, what Pastor John a little bit was getting at, our, our central services, we track a lot of metrics and numbers yeah. uh, for our locations. So, you know, financial tracking, but also baptisms and small groups. And um, I'm trying to think what else we track. Tithes, uh, of course. Um, yeah. But there's, attendance. There, there's sort of these health metrics, you know, and so you, you can see the trajectory, you know, is the location growing? Uh, are they going down? You know, are there other things, you know, maybe happening there? The coach is involved with that as well that kind of yeah. keeps a pulse on it. And so, yeah, I would say just like a child, we want to make sure they're they're growing up, you know, strong and healthy and maturing. And if there's something, you know, happening, um, 
kind of take them to the doctor, you know, yeah. Doc, Dr. John, yeah. uh, specialist, you know, and, <laughs> and have a checkup and see maybe what's going on if we can help them. So, um, yeah. And, yeah. And it sounds, it sounds great. I mean, it is, we do have a great model and, uh, there's, there's a lot, but, but just to reiterate, this isn't a, a sales pitch right. today because there's a lot of restarts that we've said no to. Hmm. Not every restart is for new life. I mean, uh, or for the church that's or for the church that's listening, you know, but but maybe you could benefit a little bit from some of the things that we're talking about that you can apply within your own context. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we, we always go into every restart situation with a very open hand and recognizing that this, you know, is this what God wants us to do? Is this right. what God wants them to do? And uh, and of course, every restart, we're, we're looking for an invitation in we're not forcing ourselves on anybody but we get excited right yeah we do. because it's been a journey i mean some mm-hmm. of us have been together for you know three three decades or so and kind mm-hmm. of matured through this process and so uh but i think that's a that's a good point it, it's a great team at your be- that guy's being invited into a family but then again from the initial points of a restart it's uh it's something that um it may be not be for for us yeah i think one of the greatest things i think about central services as as a location pastor myself you know and um thinking of of the pastor out there who who would or the church that wants to start doing restarts and and they're thinking oh we could do this you know we could do it ourselves or we can do these things and and really the power of team is that you don't do everything yourself Right. That's right. You do it with others, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you do it with others, and and it gives the space. And this this is kind of what we were talking about when you create the space for people who are skilled in specific areas to use their gifts and talents for the kingdom of Jesus. You can do way more. Right. Mm-hmm. You can do way more than what right. you could do by yourself. When you have you have you might be a great preacher, right? Mm-hmm. You may be a great preacher, and you you might be really a, a great shepherding heart for people, but you don't you, you're not very organized. Yeah. Right, uh, mm-hmm. you're going to run into some problems, right? Mm-hmm. But when you have a team, um, a team that can come alongside you and isn't isn't just this one and done thing, but it's an ongoing relationship. It's a family, right? You're able to do way, way more. And so I, this is why we wanted to have you guys on because mm-hmm. there is going to be a church or a pastor who's going to be looking at this, like, yeah, we we would like to do this. Um, and I think exposing them to and helping them understand, kind of pulling back the curtain to our team, mm-hmm. right? And you don't, you guys just represent a, a part of the team, not the mm-hmm. whole team, mm-hmm. but but just letting them see behind the curtain and 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 seeing the struggles that we went through to get to where we're at today, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh, some of the stories, like you know, working with pastors, right, yeah. and getting yeah. them to just do yeah. simple things and not yeah. get caught in the weeds, right? Right, and, right, right. Man, I'm so thankful yeah. for that, you know. <laughs> I'm so thankful. Or, or, or Kent was like, "Man, I'm here to help you. Quit trying to control everything, right?" <laughs> you know, yeah, and uh, like good. literally, yeah. I get paid to help you. You know, <laughs> use me. Yeah, yeah you know. Right. And uh, yeah. but learning how to work on a team like that yeah. could be really maybe challenging in the beginning. But I think we've we've learned over the years, yeah. right? So this isn't like a oh create this and it's going to work perfectly from the start. Yeah. No, there's challenges. There's things you're going to have to navigate through. But I think. I think the power of a of a central service team outweighs yeah. the challenges you'll have to navigate yeah. because you'll be able to do way more for the kingdom of Jesus. Um, thinking thinking forward to the to the location or the church that you might restart in your community down the mm-hmm. street, mm-hmm. twenty minutes from your current location, yeah. you know, uh, and you'll be able to step into a, a situation like that with with a little bit of grit and a little bit of of, of bearing. Right. You know, um, when you when you get the right people on the right bus, right, right. in the right seat, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's huge. Yeah, yeah. And I was just thinking as you were talking, Eric, uh, kind of reminded me. I thought this is a good, important point is that you know, restarts are restarts. It's a, it's a type of church planting, but there's also the classic church planting. Yeah, and a lot of these are parallel. So a lot of what takes place on the restart level is also uh, for our classic church planting, where you develop your core, you find a place to meet, and you have also, in that, in that approach, you also have the power of central services. So it's not just for restarts. Right. Yeah. right. So if you have, you have a vision and a heart to plant a church and, and, and join New Life in doing that, understand, too, that we have this, the central services team that would be a part of that to help you navigate that a classic church plant approach. Yeah. So. And as always, you know, our aim is to is to package everything that we've learned and give it away so that That's the right. listener can take this yeah. and use it 
um, in their location, in their part of the globe uh, where the church is mm. uh, and we, where we want it to remain. And so we're always open to conversations. You can reach out to us, you know, um, you can reach out to us and, and we'd love to have a conversation. I, I know, John, you'd yeah. love to have a conversation sure. with some people thinking about reaching people for the kingdom as of Jesus, right? As long as right? you come along with me. Hey, I'll be there, man. I'll be right there. <laughs> and I'll Kent, be, too. And Central Kent too. And Central Kent, too. And Kent. Yeah, you can call me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, thanks so much for being here today. Uh, I think it's, man, what a great, great conversation. Yeah. A lot of times it doesn't seem like uh, uh, the bells and whistles of conversations, all the mm-hmm. admin behind the scenes stuff. But, man, when you don't feel that on your shoulders because you built the team that can handle it, that's a good day. It's mm-hmm. a fun. Right? Part. It's a fun. It's fun. I don't know. I've always had fun. So when Kent joined the team, I was pretty excited because then I had like a kindred spirit here to be able to kind of work together and understand to kind of work with the. So if I could say anything to the pastor who's listening or the church planter person is, is understand that we are not here to do things alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be afraid to allow someone to help you. Right. You know, there is a lot of created and talented people within your congregation. And maybe you might only have a handful, but you never know until you ask them, what do you like to do? You may have a worship leader inside your, your congregation, but you have no idea because they never, you know, yeah. stepped forward. So take yeah. a minute and take a look around at yeah. what you're what you have in your team and don't, mm-hmm. you know, you know, just just kind of open yourself up and just kind of go, OK, let me see. Yeah. You know, you're not an island. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and and your work as a central services team, and I'm I'm speaking to all the central services people. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, uh, we love you guys, and mm. we appreciate you. We know that you make a lot of sacrifices. You work hard. There's a lot of frustrations, but thank you. Uh, you've made a big difference yeah. in expanding the kingdom of God in Chicago land and beyond. Yeah. So yeah. we show our appreciation. I speak on yeah. behalf of all the pastors. Thank you. Yes, Amen. absolutely. Absolutely. Well, hey, thanks for watching this episode. We're really glad that you uh, were able to hear this conversation. If this benefits you or you know that it would benefit somebody, please share this podcast with them um, to the church or to the friend that you know that would benefit from this. Um, And as always, please subscribe to our channel so you can uh, stay uh, connected to what's happening here as we talk about all things restarts. Thanks.